Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing on this fantastic Wednesday morning? Hope you're all doing wonderful. Thought I'd talk a little bit about Christmas puppies. Um, we'll get into that in a little bit more depth today, definitely. But my name is Jeff Gelman of Salway Canine Training. This is the Wake the Fuck Up show. Um, and uh, I do this show five days a week, um, every morning on uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. It's open to the public, streaming on YouTube, on Facebook. Tuesdays and Thursday shows are for our Instagram subscribers and our Patreon subscribers. And um, uh, uh, the links are, are below that you can actually join our Patreon page as well as our Instagram page. And there's a lot of benefits for joining both. Um, and those shows uh, stay there and they're not um, available for replay or, or, or anything. Also on the Tuesday, Thursday show, I also ask you a lot of ask general questions like you do on the Wednesday and Friday night show. What would Jeff do? We do a lot of podcasts. I just want to be able to help as many people as possible. The morning show I've, is pretty much, um, me single topic things, ranting about different things, definitely getting off topic. Sometimes questions asked have to be about like, so we're talking about puppies today. So they have to be puppy related. Um, as far as like bringing home, you know, a, a puppy. Um, I've been doing this for 20 years as far as actually training dogs. I'm still training dogs to this day. Um, I'm down here in Florida right now. Our training facility is in Rhode Island. We do board and train exclusively. Um, I do a lot of online consults, which are um, a goldmine for um, dog owners because you get a lot of uh, uh, incredibly helpful advice with lots of video documentation to back it up to help you. We've got online courses. Um, if we're talking about puppies, there's a great puppy course uh, at academy.solidcaninetraining.com. Uh, Solid Go to academy.solidcaninetraining.com. There's a great puppy course. There's actually a great bundle, I believe. It's the puppy course that goes into the um, – Green to graduate course. So puppy, when I say puppy, I'm talking about like eight weeks old to about 14 weeks old. Um, uh, whenever I do a show like this right before um, something uh, uh, like about puppies around the holidays is you're always going to get people that are going to say you shouldn't be encouraging people to um, get a puppy um, during the holidays um, for Christmas gifts. And I agree with you 100%, actually. I'm the first one to say, don't get one. Please don't get a puppy for the holidays. I'm the first one to say that. I've been saying it for 20 years. Just listen to my, my, my audio content. It's, 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 it's out there. You know, I haven't changed my tune. Um, but people are going to be getting puppies for the holidays. Um, and I'm wondering if the same people that scream that will say, you know, we shouldn't be having alcohol commercials um, on, you know, anywhere in print, radio, internet, you know, anything. We shouldn't be celebrating the consumption of alcohol, um, especially during the holidays when suicides are up and DUIs are up. And also then you start fighting with your in-laws and I believe probably domestic violence, violent crime. I would like to know the statistics, but a lot of that stuff goes up during the holidays, which is teamed with stress, drug use, alcohol. So should we be having those commercials glorifying alcohol? I don't think we should. So we're going to yell and scream about that. So what I will say is I will say 
don't get a puppy. But I also, when you call me up and say, I got a puppy, I'll say, great, I can help you. Because that's what professionals do. See, that's what professionals do. So what, what, what activists do is they only think one-sided. They only think one-sided. They're not open to anything else. They're not open to the possibility that there is a different way, a better way. Um, also, that you can live harmoniously with an opposite opinion. So I live harmoniously with a lot of my opposite opinions that I make myself. Don't get a puppy. Don't get a puppy. Don't get a puppy. Oh, you got a puppy? Great. Let me help you. Because you already got the puppy. You need help. So now my job is to make sure that puppy stays in your family. That's why I don't work with going to shelters. People have asked me about that. Do you go into shelters? No, I don't go into shelters. They're not interested in working with me. If shelters were interested in working with me, they would have they would have no return rate just about, and they would have an incredible adoption rate. But what my 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 um, um, my big thing is um, keeping dogs out of shelters. I firmly believe that the best place for your uncontrolled, untrained, badly behaved dog is in your home, rehabbed, trained, not just big box trained, nothing against that. It's a great start. Not just CGC trained, which is a choreographed routine and I'm not against it at all. That means that you showed effort, but real trained. Trained that you could like have your dogs off leash under voice control. Trained where your dogs can walk by people, dogs, distractions without exploding. Trained like your dog will listen to you close to 100% of the time. Trained like your dog is not going to be destroying things. Trained like when you're doing a podcast and your dog hasn't gone on a run yet, it's going to be doing a place command or a downstay. We're going to be at over two hours because I've been at this computer for over an hour. Instead of just running around the house and when Angelo wakes up, running towards Angelo. And when Joelle walks into the room, run it with, with, with Wes, running towards them. So what do you do when you get a, when you get a puppy? You're going to be bringing home a puppy. It's eight weeks old. First thing you should do is you should forget about training. Forget about the training part. Just look up the different stages in life that a puppy goes through. So at 12 weeks old, at 10 weeks old, you're not screaming and yelling that it can't go through the night without holding it. Now, many puppies can. Many puppies cannot. So if you're going to get a puppy... Um, if you're going to get a puppy, be prepared. Like I'm looking for another dog right now, German Shepherd. I don't want to raise a German Shepherd. So I'm looking for a, around the one-year-old mark and up, but it's got to be sound mind, sound body, good temperament. It's how I'm looking if I'll find one in this shelter system. It just, this is the way it works. As somebody that works with lots of German Shepherds, I know what comes out of the shelter system. And I know what comes from from not a lot of great breeders. I'm also not a fan. I'm also don't care this holiday season if you buy your dog, whether it's a puppy mill or a pet store, or you adopt your dog, which you are actually buying your dog. You're buying a dog from a from a, from a shelter. Let's make that very clear. Everything is a financial transaction of ownership. Everything is a financial transaction of ownership. It is a purchase. You didn't adopt the dog. You didn't save the dog. You purchased the dog. So let's start with that mindset. So the first mindset is to know that you purchased a dog. But why do we have to just, why can't we just call it our dog, my dog? Why does there have to be a full bred or 
you know, AKC or rescue or adopted or whatever? Why can't it just be, let's start out with the mentality of you have a new dog. So whether it's a new puppy, meaning 14 weeks and younger, or a new dog, that's it. Around this holiday season, please don't get dogs at six weeks old because you can't wait two more weeks. The puppy has to be there on Christmas Day. Let it stay. Take a picture of it and let the kids know that, you know, this is when um, we'll be getting this, the puppy after the new year. So what you should need to start doing is, if you start thinking about structure, what am I going to need? Well, when I bring home an eight-week-old puppy, I'm going to need a crate. I mean, I'm going to have to have a routine for everything. I need to have a bathroom routine. It should be written down. I need to have a food routine, should be written down. Water routine, written down. Understand that you can use food for all your reward-based training. So when, when we work with a puppy in the eight to 14 weeks old, we actually don't feed them out of bowls. We don't hand feed them, we use food for training, commonly called positive reinforcement training or reward-based training. That doesn't mean we don't correct the dog, but for all of its obedience, and it shows this in the, in the puppy the puppy uh, video, how to train your puppy video that we've got available, which is cheaper than going to a dog trainer, cheaper than a one-hour consult with me. It's $197. So you want to have, when's the dog going out? Who's cleaning up the dog shit? I would have a stack of, if you're going to be putting down uh, blankets in the crate, I would have a stack of blankets ready to go. I would have cleaning spray with paper towels ready to go because you're going to be doing laundry. I would also re- come I would also have an understanding that the dog is limited to one room of the house. The dog doesn't need to see the whole house. I would also keep a slip lead on the dog during the day when you are looking at the dog, never unsupervised. And I would start working on learn how to clicker train or learn how to marker train, learn how to reward based train. Start training your dog from day one. If you can name a go puppy, you can start training that dog all its basics. Recall, sit, down, place. I'm not as worried about the heel. You can start training all those things. We've got them in our course, and there's also free videos. Get your dog exposed to as many environmentals as possible. What are environmentals? Sights, sounds, touch. Okay. Get your dog out in public. Once it has its first set of shots, just get it out in public. It doesn't need both rounds of shots. I'm sorry. It's not going to catch. It's most likely not going to catch anything. Now, don't take it to a dog park. Don't take it to doggy daycare before it has all its shots, most likely. I'm not huge on vaccinations. But a lot of dogs get kennel cough, even if they're vaccinated against kennel cough. You get COVID, too, if you're vaccinated against COVID, FYI, if anybody wasn't aware of that. So be prepared for some tireless nights. Be prepared for some stress, some frustration. Your dog is not going to hold commands for like an hour or even 15 minutes or maybe even 10 minutes. We did. I just got to just see if Joelle is going to, um, if Joelle is going to be getting this uh, testimonial up of somebody that's been bought our puppy course a while ago and they've been documenting it. And the dog is like, 
nailing all its commands. It's in place during dinner, during family gatherings. It just sits there and just hangs out, lies there and just hangs out. Because they started from the very beginning. So they put together this routine. Remember, you're raising a dog, not a puppy. So if you're carrying around your Newfoundland, your Great Pyrenees, your German Shepherd, your Great Dane, like it's a baby, the dog doesn't know now it's going to weigh 90 pounds, 100 pounds, 150 pounds. It's going to th- so remember, you're raising a dog. You're not raising a puppy. So even though we call it puppy raising, get your dog. Don't have your dog meet dogs that are older that don't know how to interact with young dogs. So you've got to advocate for your dogs. So they're good puppy raisers and bad puppy raisers. Also advocate for your older dogs in the house. If you've got older dogs in the house, puppies can be a pain in the ass. So advocate for your dog. If your other adult dog can be a fair corrector, meaning growl, one snap, and it pushes the other dog away, that's great. Some dogs can't. Some dogs go overboard. So someone's got to advocate for that dog. So keep an eye on that. Also, remember that dogs, that puppies need more sleep, probably up to 18 hours a day, if not more. They need more sleep than most people think. A lot of dogs get tired. And when they get tired, they act like jerks. Even non-tired puppies act like jerks. So it's your dog, it's your job to shape the dog the way you want it to by clearly defining what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. So be proactive by starting with all of your protocols. This is how we go in the crate. This is how we come out of the crate. This is we go out for potty. That's where we go out for potty. This is when we're training. This is when we're playing. This is when it's free time. So you control, you control everything. You control everything. Remember that. All right? That's really important to understand how much that you actually control. Then you want to start figuring out how to stop unwanted behaviors. The biggest, we do not stop a lot of obedience unwanted behaviors pre-14 weeks old. What we do is, but we do stop whining, barking, jumping, chewing, biting. And we stop all those things very, very quick. And those you need to use an aversive for, which is called a punisher. You need to apply a punisher to an unwanted behavior, to instill an inhibitor, to eliminate it. You will not destroy the relationship with the dog. Joelle? Hold on one second. My contractor's here. Joelle, can you see what RT needs? He's just standing there and I can't break the podcast. Thanks. Um, so it's important that people understand that you are allowed to stop and you need to stop these behaviors. Thank you. The jumping, the barking, the whining. Because if not then what happens is the dog will continue to do it and practice these unwanted behaviors. Okay? So you're allowed to do that. It doesn't destroy the relationship. It doesn't destroy... Are they turning the water off? We got the... um, Can you turn off the um, uh, dishwasher? Just so it doesn't automatically just shut off or keep running. 
Thanks. Thank you for doing that. You can stop. Um, we're building an addition onto the house. So Angelo has his uh, own bedroom, and I'll take over. We'll move the podcast to where he sleeps, and then where the podcast studio is, which is our dining room table, in which Joelle was thrilled about getting rid of all this clutter. Um, it, it takes up this combination podcast studio and Angelo's schoolroom. So his room, I'll, I'll do a tour today of his. If you're an Instagram subscriber, if you're an Instagram subscriber, I will do a tour of his new room, which is an addition put on the house. We got the electrical done. I think the cancellation is being done today. A window went in yesterday. We had gutters put in and uh, more molding put up. We've got a landscape architect coming over to create this oasis in the front yard. Um, and uh, Joel's picking out some fantastic furniture, for outdoor furniture for the front yard and the backyard. And we have all kinds of little oases. The backyard's going to be filled up with stone, pea stone. With um, We're just going to be doing hardscape with more walking paths. We're building our chicken coop. So a lot of improvements happening, a lot of improvements happening, plus some really great news for 2023, which we will be announcing mid-January. Um, so it's important that you stop these unwanted behaviors, because if you don't stop the unwanted behaviors, they will manifest and they will grow. They don't go away. Like jumping dogs don't grow out of, growling they don't grow out of, biting they don't grow out of. So you can, you can stop those. So how do you stop what is a fair punisher for a behavior at that age. A bonker is a fantastic tool. A bonker is a wrapped up cotton towel. And there's a lot of lies out there about bonking. Um, I've probably used a bonker on, oh geez, thousands of dogs successfully. Um, thousands of dog trainers use bonkers. I am not the only one. I'm just the one that talks about it. Gary Wilkes also talks about it. But for some reason, nobody seems to talk about it in a positive way. Meanwhile, trainers are using them. So when all these bonker videos come out of me, which by the way, we actually made, you know, we, we produced them. Um, you can find them on our YouTube channel um, as well as how to make a bonker. Um, it's not rocket science. There is timing to it. And I, in the video of how to make it, I tell you the exact timing and show you how to do it, how to make it, how to deploy it and the timing on that. But you can use a cotton towel um, which is a bonker. It's wrapped up. It's specific. It's not, you don't use tape, use a rubber band. You don't use zip ties, use a rubber band. It's not um, a newspaper. Um, it's not a rolled up, you know, something else. It is a sp very specific item. Um, and you can use it to stop all these small unwanted behaviors that dogs, that dogs have, that dogs have. All right. Sorry about the background noise. All right. So it's important that we get the dog to sleep out of our room. It's important that we get the dog to get accustomed to a crate. It's important that we have a routine. It's important that we don't let the dog get all crazy and excited before mealtime. Crazy and isn't excited before coming out of the crate. And we've got videos on all this stuff. I mean, really, this puppy raising course that we've got at the, on the academy, and that's academy.solidcanontraining.com. You can also go to our main website and scroll all the way down. Um, midway, I'm sorry, midway, and there's a little link right there. And we've got some great academy courses that um, are cheaper than a one-hour consult with me and will dramatically change your life. You own these courses forever. They're always yours. And um, it makes, you know, it is a total, total game changer. Total game changer. All right. Um, you 
will have good days and you will have bad days. And it is a lot of work. And you also need everybody on board. You need everybody on board um, to in order to do these um, trainings, whether you're getting a puppy or uh, just a brand new dog in general, or you're rehabbing your dog. So it's so important that you are like, everybody in the family sits down, everybody in the family is um, understands exactly what they're supposed to be doing and what they're not supposed to be doing. Keep notes, keep spreadsheets. So people aren't like, oh, I thought you let the dog out. I thought you let the dog out. I thought you closed the kennel. I thought you closed the kennel. Next thing you know, there's piss and shit all over the house and things are destroyed and your dog could also die. I'd also encourage you to get pet insurance. There's many different companies out there, but get pet insurance. It's well worth it. It's definitely well worth it because it just takes one emergency room run to the vet to to break the bank. All right. Questions. Tonight, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, what would Jeff do with Jeff and Joelle? It's a Q&A. Don't forget, there'll be um, lots of great stuff on our subscription um, uh, channel on Instagram. You can join our subscriptions. There's going to, we already did one Q&A. We'll be doing some live um, on that as well. And um, we have a new dog coming for boarding train when we get back from Mexico. We'll be doing a lot of live um, training on that. Um, so there's going to be a lot of fantastic, fantastic things happening. So let's get right down to the questions. Um, Murph says, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Thanks, Murph. Uh, Michelle, good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Michelle. I put up the link, academy.solidcanontraining.com. Pauline says, good morning. Um, Jess, good morning, Jeff. Sorry to hear you're no longer doing seminars. I love you and Joel work. Yeah, I mean, I started seminars eight years ago before seminars were popular. Um, and I did seminars around the world, uh, over probably close to 300 of them. And I took heat the last three years, horrific heat for the last three years, but that's not why I'm stopping. Like, so nobody forced me out of the seminar business. Um, um, I'm transitioning. Um, I went through a divorce this year and, um, um, I came down to Florida and I'm, um, coming up with all new projects. I mean, I'm 56 years old, so I'm coming up with new, um, online courses to help more people so I can help more people. My goal in life is to help as many people as possible. I love doing seminars, but it, it becomes, it becomes very, very taxing. And I'm not afraid of work and I'm not afraid of travel. And I love to travel. I will say all the COVID bullshit sort of made traveling not as fun. All the restrictions are putting on pilots now, which cut down flights dramatically, has made it very difficult for people to travel, especially with all the cancellations and the delays. But that's not why either. Um, it, it's a combination of a lot of things, but mostly it's a combination of I'm at a different point in my life right now where I'm just putting different priorities and I'm trying to figure out how I can help people the most. And um, we do get boarding trains from all over the United States, and we get them now from Canada again because dogs can come, can and people can cross the border. Um, um, finally, um, Trudeau and our current administration got their fucking shit together, and um, which is really really great. Um, Pauline says, "Good morning." Uh, we already read that. Holding on dog training, 100% agree. Keep your dog and train it. Too many going to shelters, and now shelters are switching to kill shelters due to the overcrowding. And I understand why. I understand why. 
and a lot of people will give shelters like you know a rough time on killing dogs well you know where should these dogs go there's only so much space so then it becomes a numbers game so there's really good dogs and shelters being killed so then here i am on one side saying well jeff why don't you get a dog from a shelter i'm like well i'm looking for a very specific dog and i've got what's great thing about your freedom of choice is we all have every right to get a specific dog if i'm going to live with this dog for the next 11 or 12 years i want it to be a certain dog and i'm putting a lot of thought into it i can get a dog today if i wanted to i can be impulsive but i'm not going to be i'm going to spend time and i'm going to look and i'm going to research and even then there's no guarantees Pauline, would you recommend feeding raw to a puppy in the beginning? Absolutely. Does it stay the same when they're adults? I'm interested in feeding raw, but not sure how to. And I hear you have more info on Patreon. Actually, you can just go to um, go to our website. It's solidcaninetraining.com. And I'll type it in right now. If you go to www.solidcaninetraining.com slash shop. Go to solidk9training.com slash shop. And that will take you to a our shopping cart. And there is a great um, uh, uh, ebook on how to start your dog on raw food. How to start your dog on raw food. All right. Thoughts on English bulldogs? I mean, I really don't have many thoughts other than um, we are seeing um, uh, 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 we're seeing more aggression in all breeds. I think English Bulldogs are one of those breeds that you really want to do a lot of research because of potential medical situations. I mean, that could probably apply to a lot of breeds of dogs these days, medical problems. But um, we tend to see, so my opinion is skewed. So over the last 20 years with 10,000 dogs, I would say that 90% of them are extremely badly behaved and many of them dangerous. So my opinion is skewed. We don't deal with happy-go-lucky, historically well-behaved dogs when they come in. So, you know, what's your opinion on, on, on golden retrievers? We work with highly aggressive golden retrievers. What's your opinion on labradoodles? We work with highly aggressive labradoodles. English bulldogs. I've worked with English bulldogs that have mauled people. But guess what? There's probably some fantastic every breed that I just mentioned out there. We just happen to work with the ones that need dramatic help, dramatic help. So what I would do is I would talk to your vet about it's sort of like, oh, we're about to buy an investment thing today um, that's mechanical. And I talked to a person that does the fixing of those things and i'm like what do you recommend is the best brand to buy and they're like well stay away from these certain brands because they're always you know they, they break down a lot and stick with this brand because it's more reliable so i go to the source like who's actually doing the repair of this thing instead of the salesperson we're going to the repair side like are parts available is labor what's the price of labor like all the folks that are driving the electric cars are finding out that batteries are very expensive right now, right? So, I mean, you know, and then the, then the cost of like powering them can be expensive. So that doesn't mean I'm anti-Tesla. I'm a huge Elon 
Musk fan, actually. So the point being is like, do your research on not just the consumer side, but also the what happens when it breaks down side. I think that's very, very important. Very, very important. Um, Desi says, I love puppy raising. If you buy it, I'll raise it and give you back, give it back to you when you're ready. So Desi, who is up in New England, um, um, this is the thing, Desi. It's like one of the things that I do with puppies, with clients is I want them to spend the first two weeks with their puppy though, before it comes to us, because I want them to see how difficult it is. I want them to see it's like this is difficult. I don't want to, I don't want them to take it for granted. I want them to take it for granted. Um, Charles, um, young puppies are work, lots of work. Don't expect your children to be unchanged. Um, help early on. Yes, I mean there's always so much a, a child can do um, um, as well with a puppy, and a lot of times, unfortunately, they're doing things not acceptable. But um, you definitely want to get your dog used to the kids as well. Um, Jess says, crate and potty training are hell at LMA. Last one, my ass off. They are. They, they can be. It's just that way it is. But crate training is a lifesaver, must have. I like little with food as they work for everything they eat. Puppy sleep 16, 18 hours. Yeah. Yeah. I think people are, and it's just funny because there's a bunch of like, you know, I'm, I'm, I happen to be a big target for hate, ironically, but I'm also a very big target for love, which I, which I, which I, I find an interesting dynamic of, um, um, it's for, it's sort of like, the video that we have of Jan, one of our trainers, blocking dogs that are rushing. 99% of the comments are like, like this happened to me, this happened to me, this happened to me, this happened to me. I was bit by an off-leash dog. My dog was mauled by an off-leash dog. My kid was bit by an off-leash dog. You get all of these first-hand experiences of real people in the real world. And then you can always get people like someone this morning says, um, uh, um, why would you block that dog? It's It's actually dogs are social and they should interact. Well, I actually dispute that. Actually, dogs are not as social as you think. They're actually not as social as you think by nature, by DNA. They're actually not. They run in packs. Everybody animal in the animal, in the animal kingdom does. And an intruder into the pack is not always welcome. But also, it's why are we, why are we yelling at Jan and not yelling at these owners who have off-leash dogs that are charging at our dogs, which can be a recipe for disaster. I don't know if anybody's ever seen a dog killed in front of them. I have. I don't know if anybody's had to break up in a real dog fight. I've had with many. And it all started with my friendly dog is rushing over to your dog. So we neutralize these threats. So if your dog is friendly, wonderful. Call it back. Oh, it's not trained? Okay. So you're letting your friendly dog just rush up to a car, a person, a child, a dog. Um, so um, I think it's important to definitely you start working your dog from day one. One of the things is when a puppy or a dog comes into us for board and train, what do you think the first thing we do with? We train it. We don't get on the ground and cuddle it. We train it. Great. Let me show you like leadership skills, protocols, structure. Uh, Megan says, I work for two German Shepherd breeders. They both have several young adult dogs. People not wanting a brand new puppy can for sure go to a good breeder and find a nice older dog, usually without behavior issues and semi-trained. That's good, Megan. Pass the information on to me because, I mean, I don't need trained. I can train the dog in a weekend. I mean, I don't need trained. I need a dog that is safe, 
And yes, I, I rehab dogs for a living that are aggressive, but I'm looking for a dog that by nature, at least give me a decent clean slate from the beginning. Um, and then um, temperament wise as well. And I fix anxiety every day, but you can get a lot of dogs right from the get-go that are sound mind, sound body. Also, German shepherds are prone to a lot of different, um, there's the dysplasia. So I want to make sure that we've got a good um, uh, uh, clean slate for that as well. I think it's in the, it's in my bedroom on the, um, uh, the bureau. Thank you so much. Um, Megan, you might want to look into our, um, becoming an affiliate of ours for the puppy raising, because if you, let me put that down here. Let's see. It's solid canine academy.com slash affiliates affiliates. You only want to become an affiliate. And what you can do is just by literally, you get your own URL, you can promote our courses and you can actually make 40% of your sale. So you might want to do that if you're with a, with your, with a breeder. So every dog that gets, gets adopted out or bought, what you can do is you could actually pass that on um, um, to the owner, give them the opportunity to purchase that. Um, let's see. Uh, Murph says, crate training for puppies is like magic. I still find it wild how a lot of people are against crate training. Um, yeah, I, I do too. I mean, I think not crate training your dog, I think is, I personally think is a mistake, but I also feel, but I also feel, thank you, Joel. Um, but I also feel that it's, um, it's, it's choice. Go ahead, Tex, outside. Um, I think it's, I think it's important that, that, Folks um, also realize that um, when you've got a dog, and there's a difference between putting a dog in a bathroom or a laundry room and a crate. And, and a lot of people, I'm not quite sure what the mindset of a crate is that are they're refusing to do it. It's just an that's an interesting discussion. Um, um, Deb says, good morning, Jeff. Not only do people get Christmas pups, they'd love to get two at the same time. Yeah, I mean, uh, most, most ethical breeders will only adopt out one dog at a time to somebody. But that's, again, that's choice. If somebody wants to get two dogs at once, that's their choice. Again, I would encourage them not to. It's a lot of work. It's not, your dog doesn't need a play companion. Number one, you can be the play companion. Number two, why don't you wait till the dog is a year old to get another dog? Just wait till it's a year old and fully trained and then get another dog. Um, uh, for puppies to use a small towel for a bonker, um, you can use a small, medium, or a full size. You just have to just temper your deployment power. That's all. Um, Dar Rose is good for your new path. Keep going forward. Thanks. Oh, yeah, I'm going forward faster and harder than ever before. And this is what people have to realize, that, that pivoting is important. Pivoting is totally important. So did we help 5,000 people on the road over the last eight years? Yes. Did we save dogs' lives? Yes. Did we make dramatic change? Yes. And then we, have, and then we were able to get video content, which helped even more people. 
Hey, Angelo, how are you, my, my love? Hey, will you make sure you jump on some of them raspberries? Yeah, I mean, uh, blueberries. Yeah, have some blueberries and some toast this morning. And if you want some of that key lime pie, you can have a couple bites of that too. Oh. Okay, you wait till dinner. Good choice. All right. Um, and then I put uh, salicanatraining.com, hashtag shop, and homework starts in 23 minutes. Okay. Um, Constance says, can you explain thresholds? I heard every podcast about threshold, below threshold. Can you dumb that down for me? Yeah. So when you're, it's very, very common phrase in a lot of the dog training world to, um, owners are told to keep their dogs below threshold and never raise them above threshold. And the thing is, um, what that means is, um, it's in there, sweetheart. You can't miss it. Yep. Um, when you've got a dog that is, so right now I've got no distractions other than Angelo in the, in the house. But let's say we even had Angelo leave the, leave, leave the room and I'm working with my do dog. There's not a lot of sounds, not a lot of sights, not a lot of smells. And I'm training my dog. My dog is going to be more focused on me. My dog is going to be doing better. As soon as I introduce a distraction, I'm making it more difficult for the dog. As soon as I um, have um, noise. So if my dog is afraid of like banging and sawing and loud noises and I'm working around when they're doing construction, I'm starting to slowly increase the dog's stress level. At some point, I bring the dog above threshold and the dog is, gets to the point where it's really, really nervous and fearful and anxious. What a lot of people do is they stop the training. Now, the problem with that is <clears throat> when we take our dogs out in public, don't you think the dog's ever going to experience the world above a threshold? Don't you think? So I'm trying to get Joelle to drive the RV. It's a 32-foot class CRV. It's on a Ford 450 body. We're thinking about a cross-country trip. And I'm like, it'd be really nice. And I've always driven. She's actually never driven the RV in five years, four years. And I've always said... How about if you just drive it on the highway? It's an open highway. I'll do I'll do rest stops for you. I'll do um, uh, 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 gas stations. I'll do parallel parking. I'll do all that stuff. But when you're on the road for five hours straight on a highway, can you please do that so I can stretch my legs? Because if that's right now above her threshold. I'm trying to make that below her threshold. That I can't make her. That that's up to her. But um, but then once we got off the ramp and you had to pull in a gas station, now we're above threshold, where her chances of making a mistake are greater. So it's with a dog. So it's important though that she learns how to work above threshold. But I will start with her below threshold. So that's the dumbed-down version of Threshold. Um, tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'm sorry, not 8 p.m., it's 6 p.m., excuse me, it's 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The link will go up on YouTube and on Facebook. I will be putting up the link to the Q&A show. Tomorrow at 5 p.m., tomorrow being Thursday, Angelo's podcast, Angelo, my 10-year-old son, is a professional podcaster, and he's doing his on mythology and fun facts. And then also, don't forget, we have a Patreon channel, and we also have a Instagram channel. And there's the Instagram channel is $4.99 a month. You get behind the scenes, you get bloopers, you get personal things from us, 
you get um, the day in the life of us, Joel and myself and um, Angelo, as well as in the trainers in, in Rhode Island. You get um, Q&A, separate Q&A, your own Q&A um, podcast. You get a live. There's a lot of things you'll get and you get our Tuesdays and Thursdays show. So there's a lot of things you get for $4.99 a month. For $10 a month on Patreon, there's a list of things you get. So for me, cup of coffee, a pint of blueberries, you know, a dozen, a dozen brown large eggs. You're getting yourself an incredible deal. All right. May I be in love with all of you. Thank you so much. And tomorrow's podcast is on Patreon and, and Instagram exclusively. All right. Bye. Aren't you supposed to be making breakfast, sweetheart? Because you have school now in 19 minutes. All right. So Kim says, all three trainers I work with before, um, you want to redirect dog and keep it threshold. doesn't work. And he's from being able to live my life with my dog. So the reason is, so the reason is, I don't know who these trainers are, but this is why they want you to keep the dog below threshold, which by the way, is unethical, unprofessional, and can't be done in the real world. See, mother nature doesn't care about thresholds. Mother nature does not care about thresholds. Mother Nature puts your dog above threshold. Now, the great thing about working a dog above threshold is their threshold levels increase. So what was above threshold this week is below threshold next week and on and on and on. And so you get a dog that actually is works highly above thresholds. Redirecting your dog that is, is, doesn't work. I'm not saying it can't work, but redirecting your dog, and a lot of people say, oh, it works for me. And I'm like, really? Well, then do it, try doing it without redirecting. So we apply a punisher to a dog, and then people will say, I'll say the same thing to myself. Hey, Jeff, try it without correcting. Okay, we do. And the dog does fine. Because the correction, the punisher is, puts in a, a inhibitor, which stops the unwanted behavior. The, 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 um, Redirection without the redirection does not. There's a big difference. There's a big difference. So, all right. Madly in love with you. I will talk to all of you tomorrow on Patreon and Instagram tomorrow morning for the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. I will talk to you tonight with the What Would Jeff Do show. And then um, uh, Friday, it's uh, a morning show for everybody and a evening Q&A show for everybody. Uh, all right. And then also Angelo's podcast. Thank you for reminding me. Angelo is going to be, you're doing Greek mythology. How's your Asian mythology studies going? How's your Mayan mythology studies going? When we were going to Mexico next week and we're going to be going to some Mayan ruins. So, okay. All right. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.